So I'm going to be completely honest with you right now. I have recorded this intro no less than 20 times, um, which is so funny because the reason I created this podcast was to be authentic and vulnerable. And how authentic is it to do something over 20 times in order to make it right for the people you're recording for? (laughs) Um, So I'm Carlisle Russell, and this is episode one of Social In Point, how to make Instagram work for you. So I know you're probably thinking, who the heck is this girl? And why does she think she knows how to make Instagram work for me? Which, to be completely honest, is a totally valid question. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I have been working in marketing for 10 years now. Um, While I was in school, I did some marketing on the side and I helped my friends kind of start their own projects and I did things in school but after college I started working in digital marketing and media and my journey has been a long and winding one but I found myself doing social media specifically for the past five years and I absolutely love it and what I love so much about social media is the fact that You have a community that you can engage with that is from literally all over the world that all have different hobbies. They all have different things that they enjoy. They all have different philosophies, reliefs, (laughs) beliefs, religions. I kind of smushed that one into one. But regardless of that, there's something connecting them. And I think that's truly poetic and beautiful. And You know, if you're close to me, you're friends with me, you know that oftentimes I say that I think social media has the power to change the world. And I'm not, you know, exaggerating when I say that. We're in a really interesting period in the development of social media right now, at least from my perspective, wherein people are feeling more and more comfortable of sharing pieces of themselves with the world. And, you know, there's a good and bad side to that, and I'm not going to go into that episode today, but I'm here to talk about how we can focus on the good and how we can grow together and learn together and really make Instagram specifically a place that is, you know, as similar to an actual community as possible. Um, With all that being said... Let's hop right into it, right? (laughs) So something I've noticed a lot of in my years scrolling the feed is that quite a few brands have the exact same social media strategy for Instagram. Um, I can think of quite a few accounts off the top of my head that only use content that looks kind of like this. And I guarantee you'll be able to picture one right off the top of your head when I describe it. So, you know, think about it. Product photos in a studio setting with pops of color, mostly flat lays, and minimal inclusion of human figures. Did you picture one? Because I'm totally thinking of like five right off the top of my head and I'm not going to drop names because... You know, this is not meant to be a diss on those accounts as they're obviously beautifully curated since the audience with that aesthetic, if you will, usually grows rather quickly. Where my qualm lies is the engagement rate for accounts like that. 
And let me take a pause and cover what exactly I mean when I say engagement rate because I'm going to reference it so often throughout this entire podcast because I think it is the crux of what is important behind social media and it is what has helped me find success in growing accounts that are authentic and are focused around community in the past. So bear with me. This is going to be a little bit long. I'll take up only two minutes of your time with it, but just it's so important. Please hold hold here with me. So this is going to be a high level, super introduction to engagement rate, but don't worry. I'm going to talk through this social analytics concept along with others in a later episode. So I got you. And if numbers aren't your thing, please hang with me through this because you'll be so, so glad that you did. Um, engagement rate basically takes the number of interactions on a piece of content. So for Instagram, let's say that's likes, comments, and shares, and then compares that number with a certain audience in order to gauge the success of that piece of content through a percentage. <laughs> Let's break that down because I know it was a lot and I probably lost you, but this is super important. So please hang on for 45 more seconds. You got this. We're going to pretend that I posted a photo on Instagram that got 50 likes and that I have 100 Instagram followers, which means that my photo had a 50% engagement rate. Yay! I got that percentage by taking the number of interactions, aka 50 likes, and dividing that number by the total followers, which is 100, to get 0.5%. Finally, I'd multiply 0.5% by 100 to get 50%. I'd then compile that engagement rate with the engagement rate of any photos I post moving forward. Once I compiled a few engagement rates, I would have an average engagement rate that would allow me to easily determine if a piece of content was successful. To make it simple, higher percentages means better performing. If you don't pay attention to many social analytics, I urge you to pay close attention to this one. Again, we'll cover more about engagement rate in episode three, Numbers Don't Lie. Pressing play, the engagement rate for those accounts is what kind of shakes me up. And if you don't know what accounts I'm talking about, let's reference that again. It was the accounts with the pops of color and the product photos and the lack of human figures and the tons of followers, but the almost no comments or likes or shares. <laughs> um, you know, my whole thing and my whole thought with this is if something is beautiful but it doesn't elicit a response in your audience, is it truly worth posting? And again, I am not talking about your personal Instagram account because do what you want there. This is specifically relating to Instagram accounts that have a goal of growing their followers, which in turn will help increase their sales. So this is kind of conversion-based, which is why this is you know, a brand marketing podcast and isn't necessarily a personal Instagram podcast. A caveat to that is that I would like to say um, influencers on Instagram should be paying attention to their engagement rate. You know, if you want your followers to be interested in your content, you want them to be engaged because you're not going to make sales and you're not going to be able to 
add value. That's a shout out to my girl, Julia Thompson and her podcast added value, which is all about influencer marketing. You should give a listen to, (laughs) um, but it's not going to add value to a brand, um, or a partnership if there isn't anything given in return. So that's why you want your audience to be engaged, right? If your audience is engaged, they're going to enjoy your content. It's going to cause them to take action, etc. So I wholeheartedly believe in and have seen success in implementing social strategies that focus on meeting the wants and needs of the audience, which is reflected in engagement rate. Let's take one of my favorite Instagram brands, Way Hair Care, for example, here. So I think The Way has done a phenomenal job of truly targeting their perfect audience on Instagram. And I say this because just by looking at their likes and comments and their follower numbers, I don't have access to their reach and impressions, which is why I say that. But just taking a look at their likes and comments on pieces of content and comparing that with their followers, I know that they have on average about a 5 or 6% engagement rate. And to put that into context, most brands on average have about a 2% engagement rate. So Way is doing pretty good. Shouts out to Jen Atkin and her marketing team because it's phenomenal. They make every single new product launch interesting, but still resonate with their audiences. They use you know, really relevant memes that are funny and related to their product. They do really educational and informational videos that show their users how to use the products that they've come out with and that they purchase, really interesting hairstyles, etc. So I, you know, take a look at their account. They do a fantastic job. So on the other hand of that, if a post has low engagement rate, that means that their audience, the audience didn't interact with it and therefore communicated without using words that they didn't find anything exciting, inspiring, or helpful about that piece of content, right? So it's kind of the same thing if you're doing, you know, web analytics. If you have a website and your goal is to get somebody on that website to make a purchase, and nobody's making any purchases, you're not just gonna leave your website looking the same, right? You're gonna make changes. You're gonna make changes that are based on educated guesses that you've taken from the analytics provided by your audience. You know, how long they were on a page, how far down they got when they were scrolling, what buttons they clicked on, what they saw that made them then decide to exit, etc. So if you have a piece of content and you post it and your audience doesn't comment on it, doesn't like it, what they're saying is, yes, this might be beautiful, but it's not beautiful enough to move me. So, you know, listen to them and adapt. You will be amazed at how quickly engagement rates and follower counts will grow when you listen to what your audience is not saying. And don't take it personally. If someone doesn't engage with a piece of content, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't like it. They're simply saying that they've seen better. Think about it like someone visiting an Italian restaurant. Just because they ordered the burrata doesn't mean that they didn't like the chicken parm. The burrata just looked better at that time. It should be seen as a challenge to put your creative skills to the test. Can you imagine the beauty of an Instagram account with completely fresh, engaging content? amazing, right? So let's take another really good, a highly engaged brand, for example. Um, 
I Am Well and Good, which is like a health and wellness uh, magazine online, has an amazing, amazing account that takes complex health information and makes it really easily digestible through things like memes and tutorials and videos. And they answer their audience's questions. They're always replying to comments, meaning that they're adding value to their audience's life. It's not just something pretty to look at, but it's really changing the way that they're consuming information on Instagram. It's not about competition. It's about collaboration. What can I teach you in order for you to teach me? What can I give you in order for you to take and make the world even more beautiful? That's the concept with engagement rates in communities and why I think Instagram is such a powerful tool. So we as social media managers are giving so much information and feedback when it comes to what we do on social media and no one ever has to tell us that it's happening. We have the luxury of being experts in our field, learning about pop culture, staying up to date with current events, inspiring others with the platform we're mastering every single day, and having conversations constantly with like-minded individuals from around the world. I, you know, this gift of freedom, I think, is something we shouldn't take for granted. And while it may be really tempting to have the most beautifully curated feed on Instagram, it's going to pay off more in the long run to have an audience that literally cannot afford to unfollow your account because they're going to be missing out on valuable, inspiring, exciting information. If you take anything with you from this episode, I urge you to understand that the way to make Instagram work for you is to listen to your audience. I hope this has been a helpful 15 minutes for you. I know it was a blur for me. This is my first podcast. I'm literally sitting on my kitchen floor talking into my laptop. I forced my boyfriend and my dogs into the office so the house would be quiet. And I am truly thankful for anyone who gave this a listen. Um, Follow me on Instagram, of course, at Carlisle Nicole. That's at C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. You can find me there. Tell me how much you love this podcast. Tell me what you agreed with. Tell me what you disagreed with. Tell me how much you hated this podcast any of the above. I am so excited to, you know, talk to you about social media, to learn from you, to share my ideas with you, and to see where this goes. You know, I started 2019 determined to finish a project. Um, I don't want to get too much into this, but I am a four on the Enneagram which basically means I'm a romantic. So I dream of these great ideas, but I have a hard time motivating myself to finish. And this is something I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I've actually started a couple of different times, but allowed myself to quit through fear. And, you know, I hope you take this from a girl sitting on her kitchen floor um, with a grain of salt, but you know, just doing the damn thing makes it worth it. (laughs) So happy Tuesday, everybody. Thank you for listening. And this is Social on Point.